Hi Arun, I wanted to know from your personal experience what is one of the rarest of rare crisis situation a DBA can experience in real time like site crash or anything that hardly any DBA sees in their entire career which most of the DBAs are scared of or the situation is very challenging. back guys Arun this side and today's episode I'm actually starting this with a very sad news actually I got to know about Kobe Bryant I used to follow that guy and he was one of the amazing guys out there whether it is about the basketball game or whether it's about the way he used to run businesses and also about the way he used to conduct himself like his discipline levels used to always inspire me and I guess even Virat Kohli the Indian cricket team captain even he used to look up to Kobe Bryant for the level of fitness and kind of discipline he used to have and this news that Kobe Bryant passed away in the helicopter crash I mean it's pretty sad news for this morning I'm not sure when this show will go live but Trust me, this news is a real bad news and when I heard about this news, I was like, I mean, I used to follow this guy for a long time. I used to watch his interviews. I used to watch his game. I love basketball and the way this guy used to like win the game. Uh, used to play on the court, off the court, the way he used to conduct everything, the way he was training his daughter. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, no words, but may his soul rest in peace. For most of you who do not know about Kobe Bryant, I would request you to watch some of his motivational videos or just type in YouTube like Kobe Bryant and you will get to know about the way he was on and off the court. I mean, you would love the way he actually motivates people to encourage and push towards the limits. And I believe like if you pick up any one video of Kobe Bryant, you will be surprised to know it gives a lot of motivation. So for all the DBAs who do not know about Kobe Bryant, I would request you to once Google it up, try to watch his videos on YouTube you would love those videos and in case if you are a fan of basketball like me then you would definitely fall in love with this guy now that being said let's start our today's episode and I would personally want to dedicate this episode to Kobe Bryant and let us start our today's episode with the first question of the day what is materialized view and how can I purge the MV logs so guys one funny thing I believe like in one of the interviews I asked this same question to one of the DBAs like what is materialized view and the best answer I got till date was a materialized view is a view which has some material and I had to tell him like get out of the office materialized views materialized views are views which take space so when you create a view, it's like a stored query, but an MV, materialized views are also known as MV. So MV is a view which actually occupies space. So view is only a query. 
So whenever you query from a view, whatever the stored query inside the view will be executed and the user will get the results. But when it comes to MV, it's a view which is of course a stored query, but the results are actually taking space on the disk. Now beauty about MV is you can refresh the MV from the source or the base or the underlying query as and when you want. Right. So let's take you create an MV on the employee table. Now you are adding multiple employees to the employee table. Then you can refresh the MV from the employee table to get those new records into the MV. That's the beauty about MV materialized view materialized view. The word material stands for taking space like it's taking space on the disk. Right. So that's why it's known as MV. Now, whenever you try to refresh the MV, automatically these MV logs are deleted. So you do not have to purge those logs manually. So whenever you refresh a materialized view, definitely the records related to the MV refresh or the data related to the materialized view refresh will be stored into logs, which is also called as MV logs. These MV logs are auto cleared whenever you run the MV refresh command. So anytime you're refreshing your materialized views, it will automatically clear those logs. So you need not worry about MV logs or what happens regarding the MV logs. Now, if this was an interview question, then I believe like the interviewer is testing you and interviewer is trying to know whether you really know about materialized views and MV logs. Now that being said, let's move on to the next question. If logs are coming and releasing itself within two to three seconds, in this situation, what we can do in Oracle, so logs does not occur even for a few seconds. Like what's your problem if Oracle is like implementing logs strategy? By the way, if you're asking this question, I can 100% say that you do not know about database asset properties and you do not know about why logs happen inside the database. Now, if the locks are happening inside the database, does it impact your database performance? Is there a problem inside your database? And if the database locks are appearing for two to three seconds, then so what's the problem? I mean, I don't see there is a problem in this question or there is a problem with the database. And if locks are coming and releasing within two to three seconds, it's very normal inside the database, very normal nothing to worry about the database and there is nothing that you can tune over here until unless you really know how locks work or how the application is working i think you should go ahead and read about database asset properties and inside the asset properties you will understand why locking of the data is important before updating the data or trying to modify any data inside the database once you have that knowledge then you will understand the value of locks what is the importance of having locks inside the database and why your Oracle database is having locks. All right. Now, if the locks are inside the database for like two to three seconds, it's very normal. All right. That being said, let's move on to the next question. Hi Arun, what happens if password file is deleted from the standby server? Will there be an impact on standby sync with primary? How will we fix the issue? Guys, I mean, the question is smart enough, but I always tend to go back to the basics and try to build my analogy 
So let's try to understand why we need a password file. Password file is required for you to connect to the instance and start the instance or stop the instance remotely. Now understand this, if this is the primary job of password file, so you need a password file in order to connect remotely and start an instance. So when you are performing a switch over, you would definitely want to stop the instance, open the instance, shut down one instance or put it into the mount mode, right? So for this activity, you would definitely need the password file, right? On a basic level or on a very ground level, of course, you need to have the password file. But I think my question to you would be, if in case in your environment, the password file was deleted, did you see an impact on the database sync? Because as far as I believe, there won't be any impact on the database sync because database sync is not using any kind of remote authentication. Now you might have a doubt like, then why do we create the password file? Password file is actually created at the beginning of ARM and cloning because you have primary server and you want to clone the primary server onto the standby. So while you connect the ARM to the target database and also to the auxiliary that is your standby or the database that will be your standby. So for that purpose, you need the password file. And that's the reason we create the password file initially. But later on, I don't think there is any impact of the password file onto the data guard sync. Now, that being said, I would request all the experienced DBAs in case if you have experienced something like this, please put down your comments about this. I would love to know about it. But as far as I believe, no, it won't have any impact on the sync of the data guard. Yes, it will have an impact somewhere when you're trying to switch over, perform failover, those kind of situations, or if you're using DGMGRL utility, which tries to connect to the standby database remotely, or if you're running the utility on standby, then it will use the password file to connect to the uh, primary database. So in those cases, of course, you need the password file, but as far as the sync is concerned, I don't think there is an impact of password file onto the data guard sync. So let's hear from all our DBAs across the globe. I would want to see your answers into the comments of this video. That being said, let's move on to the next question that we have. Scenario, we get complained that one SQL is taking long time for execution. When investigated and found that SQL is using full table scan, where it is fetching only 20% records. So we ran SQL tuning advisor and fix SQL profiles, forcing optimizer to choose index. Great. Finally, issue got resolved, query performance increased. Amazing. Later, one user runs the same query modifying the where clause, which fetches 80% of the records associated in the same table. Awesome. Now, what will optimizer do? Will it still use the same SQL profiles which is fixed to it or it will skip SQL profiles and choose different plan? Wow, I mean, what an amazing question. It is 100% to do with the Oracle performance tuning. And guys, remember, like anything that you deal or any such questions that comes in mind or if you encounter these kind of scenarios, I always recommend you to follow an approach that is to go back to basics. Like for this question, 
I would like to go back to basics and try to start building the answer upwards so that you all understand how things work inside the database. Now assume this, inside the database when an SQL query is to be executed, who is the decision maker? It's the optimizer, right? So what are the things that influence the optimizer to generate different plans? like? the table stats, the schema stats, the type of indexes that are being used, the type of data, the query, the type of query, the type of joins, the type of where clause, how complex your where clause is and so on, right? Now for this question, assume this, optimizer is at the topmost level which actually decides the execution plan, okay? So decision maker is the optimizer. I'm talking only in regards to this question. Now when it comes to SQL profiles, SQL profiles are not SQL execution plans. You need to understand the difference. SQL profiles will store extra statistical information related to that particular SQL or the table, but Oracle needs an execution plan in order to execute a query. An execution plan can only be generated in this case by the optimizer. So what is the influence of SQL profiles on the way optimizer decides the execution plan? As I mentioned earlier, you need to know that SQL profiles are additional statistics regarding the table. Okay. So when you have accurate or additional statistics, regarding the table, apart from the other statistics that you have inside the database, it actually helps optimizer generate more accurate execution plans. All right. So to answer this question, what will optimizer do? Will it still use the same SQL profiles, which is fixed to it, or it will skip SQL profiles and choose a different plan. Now, in this case where you have SQL profiles, still the optimizer has the highest authority to go for a different execution plan based on the user query where I guess the user is getting 80% of the records. So the decision maker is still the optimizer. Now we need to once again understand what is the difference between SQL profiles and the optimizer execution plan. Execution plan is the way a query will be executed inside the database, right? SQL profiles on the other hand it contains additional statistical information related to the particular table. Now, when you have these additional statistical information, it allows the optimizer to generate more and more accurate execution plan. Now, that being said, still the optimizer has the authority to change the execution plan according to the kind of SQL that is given to the optimizer. So the beauty about using SQL profiles is it still allows optimizer to be more flexible in choosing the execution plan. So optimizer is still the number one decision maker when it comes to execute the particular SQL, even though you have SQL profiles. I hope this answer helps you. So let's move on to the next question. What is better option for SQL performance, SQL plan management or SQL profiles or hence to improve performance of a particular SQL or do you advise the application team to modify their SQLs and use logical operator instead of between and or instead of in? See guys, like 
everyone who's listening to this video this is not about a particular thing that you can repair to improve the performance of a query it's everything right so let's take if i tell you to get a book from library it's like everything like the way you drive to the library the way you approach to the library and then how you get inside the library how much time you spend in speaking at the reception of the library then it's about you walking to the right almira to pick up the book and then you have to locate the book and then get the book get it checked out put it into the car get back home like if you take any simple scenario right just to get a book from a library it's about everything how efficiently can you perform each step okay so to answer this question everything is important right for the database performance it's not only about just one thing if you implement and everything will be fine it's about everything okay so for example if somebody is staying very far from the library for them it's a good choice to go in car rather than bicycle now if somebody is living just beside the library for them it's very easy to just walk right now depending on your database the kind of sqls the kind of database design it depends like you cannot or i cannot give you just one solution like okay you just implement sql profiles and things will be fine or you have to use sql hints in order to improve the database performance it depends on the particular situation scenario database type the number of records that you're trying to fetch how the data is stored inside the database what type of the table space whether it is locally managed or dictionary managed everything comes into consideration while improving the database performance now when it comes to answering a question something like this i guess i'll choose a generic approach to answer this question see you have to start the performance tuning from the application team because that's where the constant sqls are coming right so if you can ask the application team to improve their sqls to use bind variables instead of literals like that's one thing we already discussed in one of my previous episodes so always ask the application team to use bind variables instead of literals that's one thing you would need to also work with the application team in order to tune all the sqls that are coming inside the database because once you tune these sqls at least at the application level then for a longer period of time these sqls do not change until unless there is an upgrade in the application or until unless there is some other change in the code of the application development so it's better like at the initial stage of the application development if you can be part or if you as a dba can be part of the application development and guide the sqls to be in a good way or guide the application team to write the sqls in a good way then it will be more efficient in future i know it doesn't happen like you won't have control on the development team but i think it's the job of the database architect who has to get it done now that being said i think one more very important thing that happens when it comes to application development and once again this has to be taken care by the database architect is to make sure that the application is avoiding the locks and the deadlocks at the initial level so you need to make sure like one session is not blocking the other session and the code is written well so that it allows efficient working inside the database 
also some applications are written so bad that they tend to create a lot of inactive sessions inside the database so users will join the database or user sessions are created inside the database and later on i mean they are not terminated from the database now as a dba of course you have your own measures in order to terminate the inactive sessions that's a separate case but what i'm trying to say is the performance management starts from the application team right so you as a dba need to help the application team in order to build a great application where sqls are tuned you are using the bind variables instead of literals you are trying to reduce the number of locks that the application creates you're trying to reduce the deadlocks and also you need to make sure that the application is not creating unnecessary inactive sessions inside the database because all this impact the database performance and you can only control it at the application level you won't be able to control at the db level of course you have your own measures but it's always good if this has already been taken care at the application level so when it comes to performance tuning it starts with the application team now let's come to the oracle database now to answer your question right to the point where you asked what is the better option for sql performance sql plan management or sql profiles or hints to improve performance of a particular sql i would always choose sql profiles the reason being i'm not a fan of oracle hints because it actually tricks the database optimizer and i really don't like to use hints inside the database i mean i'm completely against it now when it comes to sql profiles and this is what i would recommend or i would go for the first thing when it comes to database level performance tuning and i also mentioned about this earlier the beauty about sql profiles is it stores additional statistics about the table and that helps optimizer generate accurate plan now the beauty is still the optimizer stays at the top level while deciding the execution plan for that particular sql query now that being said when it comes to sql plan management i think i mean i would like to go for sql plan management only when i know that the baseline plan that i have is the best plan ever but the biggest problem is like while your database is growing while your database is having more data and your database is getting more sql queries the optimizer might generate a better plan when compared to the sql profile management in those kind of cases i think sometimes you have another competitor to the optimizer and optimizer is not allowed to be the highest or the single most decision maker when it comes to execution plan because SQL plan management also stores SQL plan while compared to SQL profiles SQL profiles stores statistics it does not store execution plan so these statistics when given to the optimizer optimizer might generate a better plan so comparatively as i mentioned earlier i would love to go with SQL profiles that would be the first thing inside the database if i want to improve the performance or if i want to choose the option between sql profile management sql plan management and hints sql profile management number 1 sql plan management i might go for sql plan management only when i know that the baseline plan is the optimal plan for the sql execution i always avoid oracle hints because i am not a fan of 
SQL hints. Now to sum up this answer, I would like to tell you once again, the performance tuning starts at the application level, then you have to drill down to the database level. Now if your application is secured, I guess definitely your database performance will be amazing. And that is what is most important to all the DBAs. Now that being said guys, I think we had these questions for the day. I think I enjoyed some of the questions and as I always say, send your questions, doubts, confusions to support at dbagenesis.com. And by the way guys, I'm still working on something important which I wanted to share. So I'm asking my team, can we have something like where all the DBAs, if somebody wants to book a call with me, they can just click schedule a call and then we get on one-on-one -on -one call and try to help you with your career doubts confusions or any other questions having a schedule mechanism of a direct call would be one of the greatest changes or one of the greatest movements towards building the biggest dba community and i really mean it now that being said let's move on to the most exciting part and that's the bonus question and let me tell you this i actually like this bonus question and i have chosen it wantedly for this episode so let's quickly jump on to the bonus question all right guys i'm back and i have this very long bonus question from one of our dbas i guess you all can see my writing it's not that good, but let me first read out this question. Hi Arun, I wanted to know from your personal experience, what is one of the rarest of rare crisis situation a DBA can experience in real time, like site crash or anything that hardly any DBA sees in their entire career, which most of the DBAs are scared of or the situation is very challenging. I mean, I like the question, but the challenge or the challenging situation depends from DBA to DBA. Like, uh, I mean, something that's easy for me might be challenging for other DBAs or something that's easy for you might be challenging for the other DBA. So I really can't talk about what is challenging for you. It depends. And I guess in your question, you gave the answer, like what could be the rarest of the rarest Thing that a DBA can encounter is the site failure right and it does happen so if there is a site failure and let me give you this thing okay so if there is a site failure you are the uh, owner of the database team and uh, you are at home sleeping your team is trying to contact you your phone is switched off because of battery dead I think this would be the rarest of the rarest uh, like example that I can give you where I mean, anything can happen in real time. You cannot uh, really say that uh, something that is particular to a situation or something that uh, demands special attention. Uh, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, like it depends. Challenge is like what level of understanding you have or what is challenging for you might not be challenging for others. Now, that being said, I will try to recollect a couple of issues that other DBAs created in my environment and where I had to uh, kind of like jump in and resolve those issues. And I would not be giving the answers right away on this uh, video for these problems because I want you to take this as a DBA challenge and try to put down your comments below this video as to how would you solve these kind of rarest problems that are created by junior DBAs in my team. 
so one of the junior dbas what they did is they upgraded the database schema or the recovery catalog schema all right so if you all are familiar with rman catalog so upgrading the rman catalog database is a separate thing and upgrading the rman catalog schema is a separate thing all right now that being said we upgraded the rman catalog database but we did not upgrade the schema now this guy i mean we know when to upgrade the schema but this junior dba thought like okay we have upgraded the uh, database so we are supposed to upgrade the schema also and he upgraded the schema and you know what happened like 7 to 800 databases uh, backup started failing and we were getting alerts after alerts after alert like when i saw the alert email my question was there might be a problem with the storage or there might be problem with the uh, network team or there might be problem with the uh, storage vendor or there might be problem with the arm and backups i mean i couldn't figure out the issue but later on when i spoke to my team then this junior dba was telling like oh you know what i ran this command i was like wow great job so i'm not giving you all the answer how i solved this issue i was able to solve the issue within 45 minutes so i want you all to put down your comments how would you solve this kind of situation apart from this of course we have so many other challenges that come up every single day i guess the most challenging part would be when you have to restore a database and you're trying to recover the database you're not getting the archives that is one of the challenging issues i guess i discussed in one of our previous episodes about how to forcefully open the database right now also apart from this there are other challenges that come at the design level all right so how do you implement golden gate in a situation where you have one server on the physical one on the cloud and then uh, the cloud server is not on the public network and uh, you need a vpn connection to have a private network connection to the cloud server these are genuine problems i think that's where technically i work and because we have to give these kind of solutions to the clients so for me the challenge is is to build these kind of solutions okay so if you talk about anything in terms of developing a solution for the clients those would be very challenging tasks when compared to db activities like in db activities what could be the worst thing that can happen like database crash the entire site failure you have to perform a switch over or like entire site failure where there is no dr you have a backup at a separate location so you need to use armen cloning and then recreate the database in a separate site and make the database available i think those are the rarest of the rarest because you don't see site failure every now and then right you don't see like buildings crashing or you don't see uh, cities getting flooded right or earthquakes uh, crashing all the buildings no it doesn't happen that frequent and but when it happens it does make an impact and the dbas need to be on their toes so for all the dbas who are listening i will tell you one thing it's not about how well you write a backup strategy as a dba it's your responsibility to know like how to recover a database because it might happen any time any given point of time there might be a crash and if there is a crash you as a dba you cannot 
write an email to support at dbagenesis.com. I know I'm promoting my email address, but still. So you cannot write an email to support at dbagenesis.com saying like, hey Arun, can you help me? Our database is crashed. No, you cannot dig well when there is fire. You need to practice arm and recoveries when there is no disaster occurring, when you're sitting nicely in your office chair and when you say that, okay, today we don't have any alerts and today we have no work. So in those kind of situations, I request all of you like take time, create a test VM, try to simulate Armen scenarios. If you don't know Armen scenarios, I will give you scenarios. I'll give you hundreds of scenarios that you try to come up with the solutions. You will learn a lot with those scenarios. That being said, I think to answer this question once again, challenge depends on what is hard or what is easy or what is tough for you. I can't tell like what is tough or what is easy for you. Like for me, the biggest strength, my biggest strength when it comes to Oracle database is data guard and arm and recoveries. I just love those zones. And for me, anything in those zones, I would be like killing or nailing it, right? So for me, it doesn't seem like a challenge when it has to recover or it has to perform with the database recovery or to configure a data guard. But I'm not sure about you, like in your case, what might be the issue, right? And that being said, guys, I think I love this bonus question and I know you all would also love this bonus question. I request all of you to put down the comments as to how will you solve that problem that Junior DBA created in my office. And I would see you all in the comment section, I think my voice is pretty high so i would see you all in the comment section till then take care bye bye i'll see you all in the comments and also in the next episode bye for now